When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Escaping Denver, Episode 5, The Fall. Keep running! Shit, 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 shit! Down the stairs, quickly! You know where we're going? Vaguely. That's not exactly... Virginia. Go, 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 out the door, out the door. What are you doing with the belt? We don't have time for this. Help me get it around the pipe. I, I can lock the door with it. Good thinking. Thank the dead guy. Now run! The body's gone. Are you sure it's the same place? Stupid question. We have to tie the hose off onto something. Here, grab this. You better know your knots. Take the hose and climb down. Will it hold? It better. Faster. If they reach the edge, we'll be sitting ducks. No, no, no. Noah! They're at the top. We have to let go. Fuck. Switch the format on you. Flipped it on its ear. Yes, I am outside again. Kinda had to be. There's something about them going deeper into this maze that makes my apartment feel so claustrophobic. Right off the bat, I'd like to say thank you to those who have written in. Remember, it's escapingdenverpod at gmail.com. No spaces. I really appreciate the feedback. So for starters, no, I'm not Noah. This isn't a time travel situation where I'm telling my own story. And no, I don't know Sarah either. At least not any more than you do. I'm just an average guy, for lack of a better term. The only thing that's different between you and me is that I'm the poor sap that got the messages. Hi. Hi. Runners. Never understand it. Nothing is chasing you. Save it for when it matters. Right. Moving on to my favorite email. From The Stew. They brought up the good point that the chupacabras can't be chupacabras because they were first spotted in Puerto Rico. Which is a good point, but... That doesn't mean they couldn't have originated in the maze still or been found in Puerto Rico and brought to the maze. Plus, they've been spotted all over Latin America, so they really could be from any number of places. I'm still going to keep calling them chupacabras until I get some better proof that they're not. So they climbed down, or rather, fell down. I don't always want to start episodes with so much action, but seeing as it's exactly where we left off on them, it felt appropriate. I'm still feeling my way through this thing, so, you know, bear with me. In case you missed it, after they open the door to get the fire hose, an alarm rings out, then soldiers start shooting them, so they run all the way down to the giant fan thing where they attempt to climb down. Not to safety, mind you, because they had to let go halfway through sliding down what felt like miles of rock slide, like they were goonies. Right. Got up, 
Well, they're in it now. So where did they end up? Let's find out. What the hell? What the fuck was that? We could have been killed. If we'd stayed, we would have been killed. Still, she could have warned us. Maybe she didn't know. She didn't know about a giant rock slide? Didn't exactly seem hidden to me. Of course. What? My screen's cracked, and I'm down to 82% again. I'm going to stop recording. You were recording? So our helper from the phone, Bob Lazar, got us out of the maze. I guess. It doesn't look like an improvement at the moment. Oh, and we're calling her Bob Lazar now instead of just Lazar. Sarah said she felt stupid saying Lazar. I said it was stupid. Not that I felt stupid. Anyways, we're down here now. When we got down here, I was convinced that they had carved the hallways out of a cave, but actually it's almost like the cave is reclaiming the hallway. The way ivy would. Or mold or something. It breaks through. Like the earth has shifted and resettled and the walls and ceilings cracked and cast these these weird shadows because those emergency lights are still somehow on down here, flickering red, like before. Only difference is that these lights are covered in dust. A shit ton of dust. It's a lot of dust. It makes it feel like nobody's been down here in a while. Except, that is strange. What's strange? Everything looks untouched. The dust is all on the edges by the wall, but there, there's none on the ground. So? Have you ever been in the woods? Uh, I'm talking like thick brush where you could barely move. Then boom, you find a, a bit of a path. Like it was put there for you. I'm not following. That's usually a game trail. Created by animals continually passing through an area. Big animals. And you think that's what this is? I don't know. I, I do think we should maybe be quiet until we know more. I wish I watched those surviving in the wilderness shows, but I, I just can't stomach them. People putting themselves through all that hardship by choice, it, it seems sick when you think about it. Especially when you think about what Noah and Sarah are going through. So, I don't know anything about game trails, or paw prints, or scat for that matter. What I can assume is that the bigger the trail, the bigger the beast. And that's unsettling. Footprints! Shh! Footprints. Or paw prints, or whatever. But proof we're not alone down here. Tell them about the dogs. Right, right yeah, yeah. It's not the dog things from upstairs. At least not these prints. They're too big. The prints, not the dogs. These are bigger than my hand. Like a, a bear or something. But we're not alone. Which is also terrifying, but at least we know. Better to know. Plus we have a gun. And we don't know if it was damaged in the fall. Or if you used all the bullets. Defending us. I know. And I appreciate it. Still, I'd feel better if we knew how many bullets we had left. All right, hand it over. Okay. Don't aim it at me! The safety's on. Oh. Anyway, I think if I just push this, the... And, uh, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, five. Five rounds or whatever? Yeah, five bullets. Five is better than zero. We could take down five things, monsters, whatever. If we hit them, I, I don't know how much I shot at the top, but I don't think I hit anything or any one. It's just a heavy boomstick in our hands. You dropped your bed leg, so at least use it to, you know... Club things? Yeah. Hell primal. What's that hierarchy of needs, pyramid? 
Maslow's? Exactly. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Well, imagine the pyramid thing, except instead of all these tiered needs, we only have one. To survive. If we have to be primal or primitive or whatever to do that, I'm more than game. I believe you. Plus, I don't know if we'll get the choice. That growl. We'll get into it later, but first let's unpack what he said about the cave. The cave is reclaiming the hallway. Ominous statement. It's something that I hadn't registered on the first pass, and I think it's safe to say he was implying some sort of sentience, or at the very least life, to the cave. Like ivy or mold. That's got to mean life, right? Anyways, that's what I get from it. Add the giant guttural growl, and maybe they're inside a creature. I could swear I've seen a sci-fi show where they think they're inside a ship, but no, it's a giant floating alien. Something like that, but, you know, underground. That's theory one. Theory two, the giant growl comes from something that is, in turn, giant. Noah said bear print, but really it could be anything. Big is the takeaway, and I don't think they can take down big with five bullets and a bed leg. Why would their helper send them down here? I know they're starting to call her Bob or whatever, but I'm going to refer to her as ally. It's less confusing. Why would their ally send them to the place with a giant growling creature? Unless... Unless this is still the safer route. Monsters and all. The lesser of two evils. This is just dawning on me. Despite the fact that I've listened before, I mostly just listened to the beginning parts. Even when talking to the police, we never made it this far, so... From here on out, we're going to be discovering things together. We're going to figure out what happened to Noah and Sarah. Please, remember to hit me up, escapingdenverpod at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what you think. All right, back to it. A lot has happened since I last reported. Well, not really, but we found giant animal prints and heard the growl that accompanies them. We assume the two are related because the idea of more than one monster is a little much for me. Gotta be just one. What else could survive down here? You say that all you want, but the moment we know it's a bunch of monsters, we haul our asses back up one of those slides. Or the slide things. We think we've figured them out. They are for air circulation. Assumption being that they all lead back up to the giant fan. Or a giant fan. Like a termite mound. Termite mounds have fans? No, but they have tunnels for air circulation. It controls temperature and stuff. Anyway, we have an escape plan. To backtrack up the slide things if things get too wild down here. Wild. That's the right word. I was trying to put my finger on it, but wild is it. Even though it's just the hallways like above, it doesn't feel as abandoned. Despite how it looks, it's like it feels all more wild. I don't know if I'm describing this right. I don't like it, though. It feels more tense. More dangerous. Shh, shh. See, we have to whisper because there's a monster down here. Could be a cave bear. Not helping. Wait, Noah. Stop. What? What's that up there? On the right. See it? I don't know, a rock? It looks like fabric and it's moving. Let's just move slowly. Looks like a body. Another body? Could be the same one. Maybe they threw it down. See, there's another slide thing. That's why the fabric was moving. No, no, it is not the same body. It's way too old. Don't touch it. There's more than one body here. There are three. And she's right. I wouldn't touch them. Who the hell are you? I'm one of you. You're from the maze? Originally. Do you know a way out? 
Out? Out? No. Up to them? Yes. What do you want? There's a phone ringing on the floor below. It's for you. How do you know it's for me? Couldn't it be for you? Because, Noah, nobody else knows I'm down here. Phone's ringing on the floor below. Be quick. It's loud. And awakening things. Wait! Hey, where are you going? You gotta be kidding me. Wait for me! Wait! Stop! Where'd he go? He was fast. But where'd he go? I don't know. Fuck. What the hell do we do now? Do we listen to Tunnel Tarzan and head downstairs to answer the phone? Oh, don't worry. It's only waking up monsters. Bye. He was cryptic. Cryptic I could deal with, but, but stick around. Answer some questions. He's a guy that's been living underground, possibly with monsters. Yeah, and what? Manners disappear? They brushed past that super fast, right? I mean, I guess that's what happens when you're living in survival mode, but I'm still stuck on there being another loose captive in the maze. I wish they had described him better, because Tarzan says long flowing hair to me and not the Unabomber that I bet he actually looks like. But I suppose it's a good sign. Our canary in the mine, so to speak. He survived, which tells us that, at least down here on these levels, maybe they can survive too. Sounds like their ally is trying to reach them or guide them with the ringing phone. Or it's a new person. Maybe it's just me, but I still find the ringing phone in an empty building to be more unnerving than the dead bodies or the monster. Or Tarzan, even. I've never seen a dead body or a monster, so my brain doesn't know how to make sense of it, but I've been in a creepy empty building, and I can hear the phone, and that... that really gets under my skin. Hear that? Looks like Tarzan was right. But getting to it will be a whole other thing. This floor is like the second floor we went to, like a Soviet-era hospital, all gray and cold. There are still a bunch of locked doors, but more often than not, the doors are off their hinges. Like when the foundation shifts in an old house enough so that the door's busted off. Anyways, the point of that is that with all the open rooms, it's hard to know where the ringing is coming from. Because of the echoes. Listen. We can just follow the volume. Like hot and cold. When it's louder, it's hotter. Yeah, I'm not a child. You're getting confused by echoes. I wasn't sure. I'm sorry. That wasn't necessary. I know you're trying to help. Yeah, it's alright. It isn't. It's not what I'm like. I don't think anything we do down here is exactly indicative of who we are up there. I just want out of here. Oh, we both want out of here. Do you, though? I feel like I'm in a waking nightmare and you're treating this like an adventure you're being thrust into. Well, it's exciting. It's terrifying. Well, yeah. I mean, when I was alone, I could almost taste the fear. Heart pounding. Tears. I mean, we're captives in a nightmare maze. But we're together now. And you're no longer scared? No, I'm definitely scared. To the core. But before, I was scared and certain I wasn't going to make it out. And now? Scared and certain we will. Why are you smiling? We're not out yet. Because we've taken a huge step towards leaving. I think we've officially left the maze portion of whatever is happening to us. How do you know this could just be the next level of it. Because a maze wouldn't have signage directing us to the stairwell. How did I not see that? One more. Ugh. Voila. 
If the phone's downstairs, why doesn't the ringing sound louder? I think it's those sliding things for air circulation. They're making the sound bounce around. When we get down a floor, it should sound a little clearer. And why does it stink? Probably been sealed shut for too long. Are you seeing this? The heap of bones? Yeah, can't miss it. There's a skull. Oh, God, I think they're human. They can't all be. What's that a skull for? I don't know, but it's big. Do we just jump over them or what? This is, this is like a nest or a killing ground or whatever. It's where a predator brings its food. Or just where they're storing bones. <sighs> okay, we gotta, we gotta get past this nonetheless. Let's just be quick about it. That was disgusting. Yeah, it was not great. Okay, you start recording. I'm gonna use my phone's flashlight. It's dark as balls down here. No emergency lights down here, so Noah's using his phone. Not constantly, so we don't use the battery. But mostly just to check where we're going from time to time. Shh. Always shushing me. Uh, I want to hear the ringing. I think we're really close now. It's in a room off this hallway. He's said that twice already. But this time, he might actually be right. It's unlocked. It's stuck. Ugh! You're just Mr. Open's doors today, aren't you? I've found my calling. <laughs> Please tell me that was your stomach. Quickly, inside. Put your phone down. Help me block the door. Where? Here. Well, they're really being thrown into the fire on this one. I want to trust that their helper, Ally, thought this through. But what if she doesn't know how dangerous it is down there? Piles of bones isn't exactly a glowing review for safety. Plus, what if it's not even the Ally on the phone? Couldn't the call and Tunnel Tarzan, for that matter, be part of the maze? Another test? Another trick? Well, we'll get into that call on our next episode. Thank you to Curious Cast for your continued support in getting these messages out. And come back next time for another episode of Escaping Denver. <laughs>